All right. All right. Clap, clap. Yeah. Oh, God. Like you said 16, my brain was like, but we're at like 48. What the yeah. Fuck? <laughs> same, same thought. Um, Clap, 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 clap. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. One hop this time. <laughs> I'm just imagining the like the fucking giant face from 1984 being like, one hop this time. <laughs> yeah. One hop this time. I mean, time. if if that's what the face from 1984 is telling me to do, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's just a DJ. It's a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> he's just a DJ. He's just a DJ. <laughs> he's just a DJ. <laughs> Oh, oh yep. my god. Alright, let's uh let's let's prosecute. Shout teenagers. out to all the beautiful women in the audience tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's for you. Obey Heart of Glass uh, EDM remix by Blunt. <laughs> uh, uh what are we doing... what do we do a show about again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny bits that make us laugh. Oh thank god. Yeah. Yep. All right. I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated <laughs> Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Are we at the right podcast? And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yo! And Rose. Ah. Oh. Rose? I'm here! Oh no! <laughs> we killed Rose. <laughs> we killed Rose. Um, it's all good, everybody. Okay, Rose Hello. is alive. Uh, live death. It, live death. Enactment. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> it, it it we listen. We do focus on murders here. Uh, I am the longtime fan of Ace Attorney, and this time Desi, Rose, and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played the first half of Case 3 of Ace Attorney's Dual Destinies, Turnabout Academy. Uh, the summary for this my episode... Turnabout yep, my Turnabout Academia. Yep, my Turnabout Academia. I thought it was Bokuno... Uh, Bokuno... Turnabout Academy. <laughs> Turnabout Academia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, Phoenix Wright has been invited to give a speech at Themis Legal Academy, and Apollo and Athena are along for the ride. There, a mock murder trial is about to begin, written by none other than Juniper Woods. Woods appears to be in a bizarre love triangle with Robin, Robin Newman and Robin. Hugh O'Connor, the prosecutor and Robin? defense attorney. Robin. Robin? Robin. You said Robin? The prosecutor and the defense attorney <laughs> in the mock trial, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a wacky start. As you might expect, a real murder happens, and it directly replicates the mock trial setup, leading to Junie being arrested. Athena swears to defend her, making her uh, making this her first real trial. While investigating, they meet Professor Means, a strange professor with an ominous smile and ethics, as well as Clavier Gavin, also visiting to give a speech. After some wacky investigations and exploring the school, Athena heads into trial with Apollo as her counsel. There, Blackwell uses his usual technique of pushing rapidly for a verdict and holds crucial photographic evidence until the last possible moment to crush Athena's spirits. But even Blackwell can't keep high schoolers in check as the Love Triangle trio all separately confess to the murder live in court, leaving the judge baffled by how to resolve things. As such, he delays the verdict for another day, giving everyone time to investigate again. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, the first half of Turnabout Academy. Um, this one technically uh, takes place before case one. Um, so this is Athena's first time seeing Juniper Woods in a long time. 
yeah, so like the timeline is two. Yeah, please tell three, me. I'm so one. lost. It's, yeah, it's two, three, one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because th- this is before Apollo was punished by the gods and uh, <laughs> yeah. Juniper right. Woods. I can safely say that I don't think that Juniper Woods is going to finish her uh, degree in school because. Well, we uh, know that she doesn't because she goes back to fucking being a hippie in the woods. Yeah, so like no matter what happens here, she's not going to be. By the way, really, uh, so there are three tracks at the school. Lawyer and uh, prosecutor are separate tracks. Yes, which and doesn't make any sense. It this, doesn't make any sense. I just want to. They're different jobs. I want to think about that fact because we definitely had an argument earlier. It, I still another... think I'm right though. It's the I... thing about it. But in this it... universe, you are wrong. No. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, and the third track is judge. A judge. Judge. I, so judge again, track. also not how that works. Right. <laughs> I I think the ends justify the means, and if uh, my means is by being in a universe where there are two separate tracks, then my end is justified. No, there's there's one track, and they branch out after. Like most judges used to be lawyers. That's just like right. usually how it it works. <laughs> You know, do, do you remember Miles Edwards said that like he knew a judge who was the most human of them all? Do you think he did he go here? No, it's my dad, the judge. Okay, was he just born a judge? Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, he emerged fully formed like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he, like gavel, out, gavel he, in hand. Yeah, he popped out of like a, a crevice pod. in the mountainside, right? <laughs> just just like... like the goddess Athena. <laughs> yeah. Just like the goddess. No, Athena is our character. Um, I, I, I differentiated them. I said the goddess. Uh, the goddess of law pulled a piece of... What the fuck was it? A rib? Yeah. No. No, what? it's Christianity. Ew. Athena comes from Zeus's what? Headache. Is his head? Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a Zeus. She springs fully formed from All right, this migraine. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're getting. Uh, so really now track. nobody wants to listen to me talk about Greek mythology for two and a half hours. What the fuck, guys? That's how I ruined it. I ruined it. What the? F- I'm just telling you, speaking the truth. Like pop zit gets child. All right, so we start off Whoa. this case with like doing like in the anime, like oh my god, I'm late, and it's Athena going to school, but it's actually because she's one of uh, Phoenix's like subordinates and phoenix is doing a lecture here um this school is themis legal academy is it for high school it's a high school right this is clearly a high school yeah it's very bizarre here but yes it seems to be high school because everyone here is like 17 yeah or or so all all of the all of the teenagers i uh are in the same year they're third years so they're seniors so that means they're to graduate they're really close to graduating, which means that if one of them fucks it up now, it's going to be really fucked up. You know what I mean? Because one of the rules... Everyone, everyone threatened me with that in high school, but turned out not to be true. <laughs> but in this case... <laughs> in this case, they literally say that if you are convicted, you cannot finish your uh, degree here. They right. they remove you from the track. Um, Apollo and Athena are here to just watch Phoenix Wright do a lecture for the mock trial, but then, like, Phoenix is all of a sudden like, hey, uh, Apollo, can you do this for me? I don't really want to work. That's not what he says. You get to sit, you get to, basically, yeah, there's, there, before Phoenix's lecture, there's gonna be a mock trial, and Professor Means shows up, who is the guy who is one of the, like, head professors here. I hate him. And, yeah, Yeah, he's... To describe him for a listener who has not played this case uh, and is not does not have immediate access to Google. What if a marble statue of like a bearded old man came to life? Yeah, and then but when he grins or or smiles, it's more of like a terrifying grimace. Like someone's yanking no, it's his, like okay, his imagine, cheeks back with little hooks, right? You, you know? know, you know those. You know when they make a Gmod character smile. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. You see the yeah. gums because you're seeing everything. the gums, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's, yep. it's a little it's a little terrifying, it's right? Gmod face, and you're everybody so reacts right. that way. Everybody reacts that way too. They are all like, "Could you please stop smiling?" <laughs> I don't Sir, really like cut it. And that he, shit out. And he keeps saying, 
of course, the ends justify the means. And you're starting to get a little bit of a of a already like in our first conversation with him. He's like, well, a good attorney defends their client no matter what. The ends justify the means, even if that means you have to do something really dark and dangerous. But you got you got to do it. And Phoenix is like, yeah, anyway, that's great. Uh, Athena, Apollo, don't listen to this man. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> literally. this guy. I, so like they go on to say that like there's rumors about this academy producing uh, prosecutors who get false uh, arrests and lawyers who really got false evidence. And I'm like, yep. damn, this building's still up? What the fuck? What, shouldn't we do something about that? Um, yeah, the, the idea is just, yeah, that this school is very frequently producing very corrupt attorneys and prosecutors just out of the gate. Um, but it's the best school. But it's the best school, yeah. And it's, oh, it's very bougie inside, too. Like, they've got that gym. They've got an art hall, you the know. The classical like, music is huge... blasting. Right, yeah. They got a huge hall where they're having the mock trial with all these fancy screens and chairs and everything. Because this um, does take place in the elaborate. future. We got to remember that. Right, we're a couple years into the future now. I keep forgetting um, this is that 2027. We're... Yeah. So this is, this is this is 2027. I'm from the distant land of 2009. Oh. <laughs> it's really far. Um, uh, take me back. <laughs> back to the Nintendo DS. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So Phoenix doesn't want to sit in on this. Uh, well, actually, it's not that he doesn't want to. Apollo really wants to sit in on the mock trial. He's yeah. like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I would love to see a mock trial. Apollo actually so, wants to and enjoys being a lawyer. Yeah, he, he wants to learn and he wants to see what the kids are putting on. So uh, Phoenix says, well, you know what? Hey, you can have my seat. I'll hang out with Athena for a little bit. Go ahead and watch the mock trial. So Phoenix Yippee! and Athena start, yep, they, they start walking around the school. And of course, they immediately bump into a body. <laughs> Just... Like, 30 seconds later, as soon as they walk out, it's like, first, oh my god, is that a body? Uh, first, our man Phoenix Wright takes a 30-minute nap, and then they find a body. Well, that's true, that's true. He does nap. Uh, and, and then they go, yeah, and then they walk out and find the body. And I really, I really love that he immediately gives Athena a crash course on, all right, he's like, Athena, don't report it to the cops yet. Let's take about... 30 seconds or a minute here quick and get some pictures and examine the crime scene before you report it. And she's like, boss, wh why? And he's like, you need to trust me. I will talk about it later. We got to hurry though. <laughs> uh, because Phoenix is terrified that somebody here would mess with the crime scene and falsify some evidence. So they immediately try to uh, cover this. Now, this is something you learn later. Um, Athena basically figures this out after talking to Phoenix a little bit later in the, in this investigation segment, but that is the reason why. And so there's kind of like this really brief moment where Phoenix is like, I don't know, it, it's just fun to see him put on like his immediately like most cynical, uh, we got to get shit done kind of trust hat. nobody. Yeah. And it just immediately goes into this mode. And it's like, all right, quick, bam, 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 bam. Let's investigate. At any moment, a goofy detective will show up and kick us out of here for no reason. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what did folks think about this this first segment here as, as we're kind of like you're investigating? Because this is the first time you get control of anything. It's pretty narrow, right? Because mm -hmm. it's pretty much just like tap on these four or five things and then you're out. Um, yeah. It, you can't really like mess around too much here. I did try. But you start... You start to get a few things, but basically one of the professors is found murdered here. Professor, professor Port. Port. Um, she's wearing like a green jumpsuit and it looks like she had her hands tied up and there's an arrow in her abdomen. Yeah. And uh, so immediately the thought is, oh, did somebody shoot her with a bow and arrow? Uh, but upon further investigation, both Athena and Phoenix seem to think that it, she was somehow stabbed. And then the arrow was placed there to frame somebody. Yes, because there's no blood underneath the body. Every motherfucker says, literally every person see, enters this room and goes, oh, there's no blood underneath the body. And it's like, okay, <laughs> man, thanks. Everybody noticed. They're all court-pilled. You're all court-pilled. Um, 
Yeah, I tried to I tried to break free from the simulation by uh, checking literally everything around the body, and and Phoenix is always like, no, 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 check the body. And I'm like, oh god, damn it, Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, um, the investigation segments me. in this game are really uh they're are really ne- narrow in the in their focus they right? they specifically don't allow you to point and click on shit that's not stuff to do with the case which i think is right. bullshit i want to point and click wherever the fuck i want um, exactly i what why can't i tap on ladders anymore and get ladder conversations why can't i tap on just you know other goofy shit and because people like, were getting fucking lost in the sauce I understand, but also that's like some of the most important flavor the, text. I it's characterization, right? I wasn't <laughs> right. that lost in the sauce. I wasn't. I, I was just lost. No, not in you. The, like... like other other people were just like thinking. Like if you have too much stuff to click on, this is how I think they're thinking. There's too much stuff to click on and too much flavor text. You you don't know what you're supposed to be looking at. Mm. Uh, counterpoint. I'm a goddamn genius attorney. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> there's too like many a... things to click point at point at and click on in this point and click adventure game i've i'm five games deep i know how to lawyer okay um right so... it's just like the po- it's the pokemon thing they have to teach you how to jump down a little cliff every time that is true yeah just in case this is your first game mm-hmm. but it's so weird if this is your first game which almost happened to me. This was almost my first game. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it was. <laughs> it nearly was. It happened to you. Um, I, I it could happen to you. We have to, I like, understand why they have to do it. So, like, we... I want to click on ladders. They find out that it's, like, a stabbing. Professor Court, uh, most notably known for being a straight-up, like, advocate against uh, the policy of the school, which is ends just by the means. She believes yep. in the truth. And that's why she was fucking killed. Um, probably, All I don't the kids. Know love her we're called shot it's it's fucking means bro we all know it's fucking oh it, means. It, yeah it, right yeah nobody looks like that nobody looks like that <laughs> it is not a killer um so i i think what's gonna happen is that all three of the the teenagers are gonna be accessories to the murder and therefore all three of them cannot finish their degree i just thought of something okay unrelated okay so juniper's the grass gym leader Okay, let's let's follow through. Okay, and Professor Rockman is the rock gym leader. His name's Professor Means, but I like where you're going. Okay, yeah. What about yeah. what about the other uh, characters in this in this school? Um, God, I don't. Their names are not right in front of me, so I don't remember. Robin and Ro- Hugh. Robin and Hugh. Robin is the eyebrows. Yes. Fighting. Red, they're, they're yeah, they're the red one. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, Hugh O'Connor. Yep. Uh, he was archery kid. Okay, hmm. Probably flying. I was also gonna say flying. I was okay. All, okay. 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 We're good. Glad we were both there. All right. So let's all go right. back to the court case that we're on because there's we a gotta introduce these characters now. <laughs> go ahead. Now that we've talked right. about them, yeah. <laughs> Juniper has two friends, and they're two uh, hot-blooded lawyers and prosecutors um, from the separate tracks. Uh, first, we got Robin Newman, the manliest prosecutor to ever exist, who uh, walked in on screen with a brace, and it's constantly and working out. Kid. To be clear, like a, like a like a exercise brace, right? The yeah. one that's like to, for muscle training that goes kind of around your shoulder. Yeah, stuff. it's it's the with macho the brace from Pokemon that lets you train up your strength. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely correct. Uh, and then there's Hugh O'Connor, the genius cool guy who has like. Glasses and is always doing the like ah ha ha Naruto. Um, yeah, he says he says. Ch- ch- yeah. <laughs> I, he, here's the thing I want to say real Guy quick. Guy who scoffs. I, I actually yeah. love all three of these teenagers. I love their designs. I like their motivations. I like the way they talk. I think the only one who's kind of grading is Robin, but Robin kind of like gets better it's later. Is meant to be yeah. grading. True. We get some explanation on on Robin's character later in the courtroom segment. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we have to like investigate. We talk to all the fucking high schoolers. We meet a fourth high schooler who's in a box. Yes. Can you believe it? Another high schooler in high school. <laughs> That's what? crazy. Uh, her name is Miriam Scuttlebutt. She's the only member of the journalism club here. She's <laughs> in a box like Solid Snake, and she makes a lot of Solid Snake references. Uh, her she goes because she's a snake, and she. I appreciate you clarifying that for me. And uh, she also does not uh give away a position until she is noticed by another person. Um, 
he recorded illegally uh, in, uh, audio of people all around the school. Cause Crime. Her, the ends justify yep. the means. And, and, and somebody, maybe either Apollo or Athena, goes, hey, isn't that illegal? To record yeah. people without their consent, <laughs> so I'm they vindicated. Finally bring it up, yeah. I could drop the bit now. For I two, won't, but I could. The last two years, Rose have been totally justified, and that's incredible. Yes. Um. This times those means have been justified. True. Yeah. Uh, Juniper gets arrested because the murder is exactly like the script that she wrote for the mock trial. Um, and that's yeah, which included the like the mock trial victim was also Professor Court. Yeah, right. She was helping out Juniper with the script and posed for a picture as the body, right for quote unquote the fake evidence for the trial and everything. Mm-hmm. So like the pose is the same, the stabbing method is the same, right? Like they say it's an all you know from the art club that's been jabbed into her side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like everything is the same. Except for like a few crucial details, and that's what Athena starts to latch on to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, very important is that during the investigation phase, we act out the mock trial with a very special guest. Um, yes, like a the Scooby Doo like movies special guest, like it, the camera puts up with its Clavier Gavin. <laughs> I was yeah. so we get to happy. see Clavier Gavin in three D. I actually think the Clavier Gavin camera pans up. Oh my god, it's simple plan. <laughs> It's oh my god, it's Blink-182! <laughs> oh, I, I like Clavier Gavin a lot, because he's the closest to looking like Fred Jones. You know what I mean? I uh-huh. like I like seeing him, because last episode, I think I was demanding to know where he was. Yep. <laughs> so, so, here he is! So, he, uh, so, here's the thing, is that last episode, Ben was like, there is going to be a returning character, and I thought to myself that it was Juniper Woods, and I was like, alright, well, that's kind of a cop-out. Uh, no, it turned out to be Clavier Gavin, and everyone's favorite prosecutor. Uh, favorite rock star prosecutor Uh, he did say the Gavners are getting back together which is wild considering that one of them is a murderer they cannot be I mean they gotta be leaving one guy out I'm sorry there's gotta be a guy filling in what if (laughs) for Darian what if they chain him to the guitar and to the stage (laughs) like they chain the guy in the court you can get another guitarist who hasn't murdered people Apparently, right. apparently, if you're in prison, them. you could still leave prison to do your job. So, right. like, why can't he, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Here's the thing. Here's, here's two. This, I guess, is a good time to bring this up. There's two parts of this case that are direct references to, pre, to Apollo Justice, right? To yeah. Ace Attorney 4. That it seems to just not comment on at all in a slightly strange way. Like, right. Like, Clavier's like, yeah, we're going to get our band back together. We never mentioned the fact that one of his band members was put in prison for murdering somebody by Apollo. Right. That just does not get brought up. The other thing not is relevant. also that Juniper is going to sing later and she's going to sing a song and she makes an outfit for it, like with the cape and the this cape, this like blue cloak with like a star uh, constellation pattern on it, which is literally identical to Lamarore's outfit. And Apollo looks at that and does not say a single thing about it. Clavier sees, sees it and does not say a single thing about if, it. Nobody brings it up. That, so, like, it's really interesting, right? Because, like, <laughs> this, it kind of implies that they don't want to give away the ending to past cases. It's like yes, the past I understand game. that much. But it also creates this weird thing where it's like, Apollo, do you, are you okay? Do you not remember? Like, are you, are you suffering from... Do you, <laughs> is there do you, something going on? Is, is this a fire here? extinguisher? Yeah. Uh, it brings up the fact that, like, um, for AI the Somnium Files, a uh, separate video game, they made a sequel recently, and the creator went out to say that, like, if you play the sequel, it will not spoil the ending for the first one. And it's like, wait, how, though? How do you have a sequel in chronological time that doesn't spoil the ending of another mystery game? So, like, the solution is just to have your characters fucking forget about all that shit. Like, yep. and just mysteriously not talk about it right yeah so like i kept waiting for like apollo to say something about that's oh, some of, like that some outfit of the, looks familiar some you know, of the satisfaction something. that you get out of playing games in chronological order like that is that they mention the stuff that you did before and you're like oh yeah but not here this oh that guy's wearing the same outfit as my mother that i don't know i does he ever find out about his mom that she's a fucking, not yet uh, good point maybe yeah, that'll happen in know. game six he still does not know. Yeah, he 
and Trusi do not know about Lamoror, and they don't know that they're related yet either. That is still not that, that an information was delivered to Phoenix privately, and he has not oh, told. Yeah. And he shut the fuck up about it. That's incredible. I think it would yeah, be nice. I think it would be he nice says, if he I'll told tell them, them when it's the right time. Is what he said at the end of Apollo Justice Four. Uh, Apollo Justice Four. There's uh, three of them. Immediately yeah, is the right time for this. Thing. You know what I mean. I listen. <laughs> That shit ain't relevant. We gotta solve these high schooler murders. Um, mm-hmm. So Clavier plays the role of prosecutor. Apollo plays the role of attorney, and uh, Athena plays the role of both uh, witness and judge. Um, yep. This, and they reenact the mock trial. I thought this was gonna be a real trial because they let you have like the same sprites in the exact same position they would be, but Apollo is playing the attorney, so you're not actually like he's just saying shit. He's just realizing shit on his own. And it's like, right, there's wow. no gameplay here, quote unquote, right? There's no you selecting anything. It is just they're talking it out, right? And reenacting the case and you you have the same camera pans back and forth like you would have in a courtroom, but it's in this new environment, right? Mm-hmm. Um you get to see Clavier's like animations like he would be in court show up here, um despite him not being the prosecutor for this case. I love and, uh, that they straight up ask Clavier, hey, why do you do that air guitar thing? And then he just doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> like, We're not going to talk about that right now. And Paul really goes like, huh, why does he do that thing? <laughs> and he just fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up about it. Um, I miss Clavier. He only shows up for the scene and then he leaves and I miss him. He says much. he'll be back. He's like, oh, I'll see you guys later. I won't even say goodbye. I mean, we all know he's seeing Apollo later, but he's not seeing us later, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're tongue-punching the back of each other's throat. Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it that way, but um, I didn't have to, because Chiago did it for me. Yippee! Uh, so yep. we all investigate, we interrogate the three high schoolers. Robin's in the pottery. Uh, Robin's an artist. Mm-hmm. Um... If you talk to him and he investigates like a like a pot, he doesn't like it, so he smashes it on the ground and cries. He's very emotional. That uh, is kind of what like wheel throwing pottery feels like, though. Yeah. Um, Hugh O'Connor specifically said, "Yeah, I found the body before you guys, but I didn't want to say anything." And we're all just like, his, "What?" <laughs> his subplot is that he has a crush on Junie. Yes. And he was going to win the trial and then ask her out. So he I, didn't report the dead body of his professor because he wanted to ask out a girl. To be fair, yeah. very high schooler. Yeah. It's not his professor because he's on the lawyer track and Professor Corp belongs to the judge track, I believe. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like she gets involved with but the other ones because she does. Uh, both Robin and uh, Clavier both say they are close to her. Oh, yeah. She's the prosecutor track. I forget. Um, no, she's the judge, but she's close yeah. with the students in the other tracks, too, because she's, like, such a cool, great teacher. She definitely smokes a bowl with you after you graduate. Yeah, she's the <laughs> she's the student advisor for the art club, so, like... Yeah, yeah. She's, she's smoking right now. Um, in heaven. In heaven. Yeah, <laughs> <Damn>, wow! <laughs> yep, she's yep. dead! Um, so you do the, like, mock trial, right? I th- and then you get to investigate a little bit more through the school. I think what's interesting is the fact that, like, this premise, like, there's a there's a saucy newspaper released by Miriam, because she's a gossip, that says, like, oh, two men battling out for Juniper's the she-devil's love. And it's like, yeah. have you met Juniper Wood? She's, like, meek. She's, like, a... Is- a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's she, harassment she, and she, bullying. Yeah. She could be described as perhaps mousy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, she's, she, she is that archetype of a character, right? Um, Except for she's got she, anime disease, right? In that she just kind of coughs randomly when she gets upset. She's sick. She's ill. Uh, but she yeah. does act like student council president when, like, when she's in her role, she's very official in duty. But like, right, whatever. Um, that implies that Robin was going to ask. Juniper out if Robin won, right? Or was it just Hugh O'Connor just issuing a challenge and everyone else just went? Just, okay, I yeah, I feel like it was just something that was added to the tabloid thing to no, somebody but, else's speculation. No, but Hugh also admitted to it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm going to confess to Junie if I won." So like, 
Right. I, no, I think Desi's just saying just the Robin part is, is oh, yeah. like yeah. embellishment by the by Miriam. Yes. Because like we do find out about Robin later, and I'm just like, yeah, is this game cool or not? Is this game cool? Are we cool here? <laughs> I don't know uh, if we're cool. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get there soon. Yeah. I, I don't um, think we're cool. I don't think we're cool. <laughs> um, I like Hugh O'Connor a lot. He's one of my favorite characters. The thing about it though is that like I know deep down that he is a lawyer and therefore underneath that skin he's just going, Oh fuck. Oh shit. What the fuck am I doing? Uh you do get one sweating animation from him, right? Yeah, it's very good. Uh, You know, where he kind of freaks out a little bit. Um Yeah. The animations for all these characters are very good. Uh in fact I can't tell if this is a budget thing or if this is intentional, but like Juniper's uh, you know, animations when she's in her school uniform are way more like restrictive, mm-hmm. right? She kind of just stands stock still and makes very small movements, right? Yeah, because she's um, an NPC. <laughs> I mean, like compared to her first appearance when we saw her in her like like whatever you want to call it, flower dress outfit type thing, with Co- the big hat. It's cottage core. where she's yeah where she's like coughing has like the animation with the flower that she pulls down the dandelion and all that stuff so here she's just more just like mm, you know she just does very small movements right mm-hmm. uh, which could you know you could read as oh well they didn't want to redo all of her animations in this different outfit or it could be like hey you know they're just trying to show that she is more buttoned up when she's in this role at school. I do want to... it feels like she cannot express herself as well. I don't know if it's an animation thing, because in the DLC for this game, the characters have other outfits. You could put other outfits on Apollo. Mm-hmm. You could put Punished Apollo outfit on for this case. It doesn't make sense timeline-wise, but, like, <laughs> he could just be injured out throughout the entire game. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point. I think uh, she also still has that sunflower on her head. Which means she just carries a real flower on her head. That's and part that's of her what hair. grass trainers do. I wait. I I actually have to address Rose's thing. Rose, you just, did you just say it's part of her hair? Yeah. She's like a. I'm just <laughs> making shit up. She's like a Pokemon. She's yeah. like a. She's a, She would have Sunflora on her team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I I'm not saying that's what it is. I am saying that's what it looks like. I'm just thinking, like, out of all the quirks for a high schooler to have, having a sunflower in her hair, it's, like, a little far out there. Because, like, we get Robin with the brace and the pottery. We get what's going on over there. And the yelling. Hugh O'Connor just carries around, like, a wrapped-up bow because he's part of the archery club and has glasses. He also pulls out a book and flips through it really fast because he's a fast reader. I just think that, like, if I saw someone in high school with a sunflower in their hair, I'd be like, alright, what are you trying to prove? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I see uh, Hugh O'Connor, and I have to hold myself back. Just <laughs> gonna kill because swinging. because my Hanzo hyperfixation starts to bleed. Oh. Uh, yeah, you are pissed. Any 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 any, any guy with a anywhere. bow. <laughs> Wait, yep. doesn't Link has a bow? Um, the only thing about all the bowmen in my I'm life. I'm like, haha, that's Hanzo and Zelda. <laughs> Even though I played Zelda before I played Overwatch. Oh, uh, we got. <laughs> You've been corrupted. We gotta get you some tea later. Um, I don't want it. Okay, so we go to my life like this. So we go to court. <laughs> yeah. So after yeah, we we do a bunch of investigation. We get a bunch of evidence. We yeah, we break down uh Scuttlebutt and get a little info off of her. She sucks. And yeah, She's just straight we, up a bully. Yeah. No, Miriam Scuttlebutt's not a good, good punching her. Yeah, she's she's yeah she's obviously is just kind of spreading salacious lies around and. Uh, she's got this very goofy box animation in which she punches the box and you see the fist, like, kind of, like, may- leave an imprint, mm-hmm. you know, on the box popping out. Like, if you punched uh, one of those, like, things that you, those, like, what the fuck are those things called? They're, like, little, uh, I don't even know what they are. I can't help you here, I'm it's sorry. It's like that one Spongebob image where he goes through the wall. Yes, yes. The first, <laughs> wait, is that, like, one of the few times that you see CGI? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I look at. That's immediately what that I is me exactly of. correct. Yep. We have two so. like on the nose <laughs> comparisons in this in this podcast today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, to like like Tiago said, we go to court. Blackwell's there. 
And he's just like, hey, <laughs> uh, let's get this over with. I'm and getting he's, tired he's of this just guy. Ready to, he's just ready to rush through things, right? Um, he has to go talk to his friends at the clank. I don't think he, you know what? <laughs> I'm starting to that. think that none of these friends that he's making up are real. No, they're not. They're fucking lies. I don't think he has any friends. I agree. <laughs> no, he has a uh, Fulbright. Yeah, I guess. Does that count? The, the guy who can electroshock him. <laughs> I was going to say something incredibly not safe for work, and I decided to pull it back. Reel right. yourself back? I, I There's something about Fulbright and Blackwell together that makes my brain go, like, fire on pistons. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Like we got, hey, we'll, we got to get through the rest can, of this game. Yeah, first. we can discuss that after we get. <laughs> yeah, true. We can see. I'm, we can see if their relationship holds up until the I'm, end. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong, Tiago. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> um, so we have to so first. Go. Yeah, Scuttlebutt's our first witness on the on the stand. I, and, I do uh, we like Miriam? I don't like her. I hate her. You hate her? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dust. I think she's funny. You think I, kn- she's I fu- knew, I she knew is this girl in fu- high school, and I don't care for her. She is funny, like, to torture and call out on her bullshit, but that's because we get the satisfaction of being right and she's wrong, right? I love her animations. Yeah. They're very fun. But yeah. um, the one where she's, like, happy and the box, like, sways side to side, and there's, like, the little, like... Like a snake. Yeah, it's, it's, pre- it's pretty good. <laughs> she's... I, I can't believe Konami allowed us to do this. Thanks, Konami. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm and sure when you upset permission. her and a bunch of like office supplies fall out of her box. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I, that's fun. It was I, like I, it was funny in the let's play that we were doing the other day that they were like, "Oh, I wonder if we get to see her." I don't know if we get to see her. Uh, maybe we'll find out. And then immediately they get the animation where the box pops off for a second. Yeah, she has like pigtails on, and her pigtails are held together with binder clips. I actually don't want to see her. I thought that was a funny touch. <laughs> you, you changed your mind as soon as you saw her. You're like, all right, stay, keep the box on. I, as soon as I saw that she was just like a normal person or anything there, as opposed to like, like a Count of Monte Cristo scarred ass motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, you wanted somebody a little freakier. You I wanted, wanted a monster. I, I wanted a, I did want a monster. <laughs> but I can assure you, having been a high school girl, that she, uh, she is a the monster. greatest monster is high, other high school girls. True. <laughs> um... We break down her testimony, and in her testimony, she reveals that she hid information from Blackwell, and Blackwell is like, I'm going to he's, actually kill a high schooler later today. He's so upset. <laughs> uh, Apollo makes a joke about him, like, f- like filling in all the holes in her box <laughs> so yeah. she can't see. <laughs> yeah. Like, Apollo's chill this whole time. He's just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, uh, it's uh, actually really fun to get Apollo as your assistant, basically, yes. giving you color commentary. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, he's got some good lines here. I, I uh, love Apollo Justice. I also I love, love Apollo Justice. I think we um, definitely we get hit with the main character stupid stick though. Yeah, for sure. Because like all this stuff that like Athena is saying stuff, and I'm like, that's not. I wouldn't. I would no. That's not what I meant at all. She also like <laughs> very important is that there there are times in testimony where she speaks out before the cross examination. And this actually, like, works against her, because people are like, oh, well, you know, you interrupted, so you don't have, get the right to cross-examine. Mm-hmm. And, and she also, she like... A, she gets a little impulsive. She yeah. also, like, forgets, like, the timeline and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I would never do that. Like, I'm not presenting evidence because it doesn't match the timeline. Like, come on, girl. Get it together. Um, I mean, I'm Apollo. Technically, in this, this is her first time in court, right? It's true. Timeline-wise, yeah. so we, yeah, we got to have a little bit of that stumbling about in the dark. And again, Blackwell is his. It's said at the end of this court section. Section right is that Blackwell is trying to embarrass her and is kind of intentionally stringing things along uh, because he holds on to some very, very, very important evidence. That would basically wrap this up in five minutes until the end of this court segment. Yeah. Just to, like, see her squirm, right? She was like, he was like, oh, your blade is dull, uh, Sykes don't know. At least she <laughs> yeah. calls him out. She's like, your sword metaphors are stupid and I don't want to hear them. And I'm like, thank you. 
He says, shut up. Um, I'm sick of this shit. If you talk about the samurai of yore one more time. I do like, I want to say real quick that uh, Athena's smiling animation is a really good animation. I like that animation. That's her kind of folded arms smirk or whatever. Yeah, that's my friend. Well, no, not that one. The one where she like, oh. her eyes are closed and she's smiling. And it looks like a cartoon, like smiley face emoji. Mm. Oh, okay. That's yeah, counterpoint, we've also discovered another face of hers that I despise. The one that her shocked face? Yeah, yeah there's you don't like two the shocked sh- faces for her. I don't like either <laughs> of them. They... They're very Hannah, like, not Hanna-Barbera, very Looney Tunes yeah. style, like, facial expressions where, like, her mouth droops down so much that it's like an upside-down D. Yeah, right? it's, like, literally distorting her face shape and, like... Like, she uh, suddenly operates on cartoon physics, right? She ate the yeah. gum-gum-no-me, and now she has I... the... <laughs> What's up? She just looks like somebody's photoshopping their YouTube thumbnail. Like, I know we made that joke already, <laughs> but it is literally YouTuber reaction video face that she has. This and uh, maybe wh- at the time that wouldn't have upset me as much, but now I'm just like, I don't want to look at this. Like, She's, We have to support her, Rose. She's our friend. I- I know, I know. I support women's wrongs. Yeah, we su- just it, the face gives me the heebie-jeebies. This entire case has been a woman moment, so we gotta fucking wrap it up. <sighs> that's yeah. That's speaking so of true. woman moments, <laughs> moment. speaking of woman moments, I miss Francisca. We, we get um, we get Robin Newman on the stand. New man, via, yeah, via the cloak. All right, so the cloak has glow in the dark paint on it, but. Because of the way it was flipped around, we have to assume that somebody put it on in this photograph, right? The opposite direction. And we were like, well, who would have put that on if they didn't realize that there was paint on there? And then we see a photo of Robin from the school newspaper, and they have a glow-in-the-dark paint on their hand. How convenient. I want to say that Uh, I I saw that during the investigation phase. I was looking at the photo, and I was like, oh, wow, Robin has glow-in-the-dark paint on his hand. That's probably going to be relevant. And then I moved on. Yeah. (laughs) It took me so long to find that. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I'm scrolling through all the evidence. I'm like, nothing has handprints on it. What the shit? Eventually. And, like, Athena Athena even goes like, wow, that's a really... That's really great coincidence. I can't believe I just stumbled into that. <laughs> Apollo, know, even even she's just like, okay. Apollo goes on to say, what the fuck, you were bluffing? And she was like, yeah. Of course I was. What, yeah, Apollo, that's the right agency way. Talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get Robin on the stand. And we start doing the mood matrix uh, with Widget to analyze Robin's emotions. And we get to enter heteronormative town. Yeah. Um, we're just, we're in heteronormativeville and we have to abide by that logic for a brief period of time. So, so. of course, Robin is very happy to put on this cloak. And here's the thing. That's supposed to be the emotion that's out of place, that he's happy to put on a girly cloak. Yeah. It's not that girly. It's a normal-ass cloak. A, a, normal-ass cloak. And B, he says, I thought it was so cool that my friend made a cool cloak. I wanted to try it on. I'm like, that's a completely reasonable and happy emotion. So normal. It's so normal. I actually had to... supposed to pinpoint this. Cloaks rock, man. (laughs) I had to check a guide to make sure that I was, like, doing the emotions right. Because I was like, I don't know what's wrong here. Everything seems fine. Is Everything it? was yeah, exactly. fine. And then the second we got in there, I was like, okay, well, this game isn't going to be cool, so I know exactly what's going on. I not, Exactly. Not I, to say that what happened is bad per se, just yeah. that it could have been cooler. I It's really funny because like, uh, as soon as we started getting into that, I immediately grokked it. I was like, oh, okay. I know what's happening here. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I've, I've watched a Shakespeare play. It happens every other game. We have to have this happen in Ace Attorney. It is just like a stock character archetype, yeah. which is, guess what? This character that you thought was a dude is actually a woman. Robin. That's, that's, that's the twist, quote unquote. <laughs> you know? that's, and that's fine. I love a girl in disguise. I love right, Shakespeare that is not the play. Problem, I right? love a handsome cabin boy story. You know, we're all good. The, the but... thing that really surprised me is that like Robin Sprite, uh, 
the eyebrows look like like uh, it turns out the eyebrows are not eyebrows those are bangs and that mm-hmm. they move it out of the way and then she has girly eyebrows i so here's the thing is i remember looking at so robin weird. and i was like huh you like girly clothes and then i saw the eyelashes and i was like oh those are like mini mouse eyelashes all right you're a girl <laughs> Yeah, I I immediately saw it. I was like, okay. I mean, we don't have to continue about that. Though. I here's my hey. thing. Go for I it. I kind of love Robin now. You know what I mean? Now that because uh, they always once you do the breakdown and once Robin like confesses to being a girl, she's like uh, she's like a stereotypical like teenage girl like uh, NLPE and like she does like that but, stuff like but that. But is also periodically like screaming and calling everybody dude and flexing and i'm like so, good for you i actually yeah like she's kind of phases back into the dude personality then every once in a it's while it's like a it's, it's a switch right like just depending on which line robin is saying she is either a boy or a girl and i'm like you know what the game doesn't think i don't know if the game is like i, I don't figure out what i'm trying to say here i like robin's character but not in the way that the game intends me to like robin's character Right. Yeah. I mean, and because here's the thing, we get lots of lines from both Athena and Apollo that are like, like Apollo in particular has like a line that's like, there's not a feminine bone in Robin's body. He's the most masculine man I've ever seen. The entire court says this. Yeah. Which is wild because it's like. (laughs) So funny. It's like, Apollo, turn around, look at your boss, Phoenix Wright. He's built like a linebacker. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, his shoulders got bigger to carry the weight of the fucking right anything. Phoenix Wright literally was an ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. That motherfucker fought Magneto. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially like the original art, like the old art yeah. done for game one. Phoenix and Edgeworth in that game are broad-shouldered as hell they are they look like football players yeah those that suit is painted on for both of them they are Um, built like a fridge like (laughs) and you're and apollo's out here being like robin newman is the most masculine person i've ever seen in my life and it's like i mean i i don't know apollo maybe you need to see more people (laughs) built like a fairly ordinary high school student built like a a teenager like that is a teenager shaped object right there (laughs) <laughs> um, anyways i think we could all agree would have been cooler if she was trans yeah right <laughs> and, um, but yeah the, obviously but this game bad. was yeah this game was not gonna probably ever tackle anything like that and even if it did no, it, would it would probably so do bad. it poorly true um now i will say the other aspect of the not robin's character is that she mentions that her parents made her live as a boy and that is why she has been living with this boy, as this boy persona for so long and hiding it in school and everything is because her parents made her. We never get into that. We, I was no. going to say, yeah, are we going to cover that. that? All right. What would you like to know anything else about that? Uh, uh, no, you're not going to get that explained right that now. That is very much <laughs> like a, like an anime trope, right? Of like character race oh, yeah. to be like another gender. And it's just like, all right. You get. I've read like seven Osama Tezuka stories that are exactly <laughs> that, that is literally right? that. <laughs> you know. Um, I I think it's really funny that Robin goes on to say like, oh, by the way, I don't want to be a uh, prosecutor anymore. I'm gonna go be an artist. I'm like, sheesh, yeah, fucking, you can leave the school whenever you want. It's fucking right. We're, it, we're, we're in Japan, California. You can emancipate yourself. Um. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Robin breakdown. Uh, I like Robin a lot, but like not in the way that the game intends me to like him. Uh, and then we shove Robin to the side because now we have to investigate a new person, Hugh O'Connor, to take the stand. And his testimony is exactly what a genius lawyer would testify, which is he says three fucking lines and then shut the hells up. Hey, guess, guess yep. what day it is? Everybody, shut the fuck up Friday. Shut the fuck up Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, because it turns out that like through investigating both Robin and Hugh it's a possibility that both of them could have been where the murder took place at that time. So it's like, oh, whoa, all all, all three of them could have been there with means and opportunity. And Hugh doesn't, Hugh doesn't even want to testify. He literally only testifies because Blackwell threatens him. With, yeah. I don't know, like a fucking college Some acceptance kind of letter or whatever. 
yeah Hughes, he's like i've got i've got dirt on you and i could reveal at any time and he was like okay i guess i'll testify here are my current uh theories about that one he o'connor is a girl two um <laughs> yeah uh, oh god that would be awesome that would be sick <laughs> just three lesbians trying to figure out how they all feel about each other um <laughs> situation two Blackwell literally has a recommendation letter written for Hugh O'Connor and refuses to give it to him until he testifies in court. I knew uh, some motherfuckers in high school who would absolutely have gone for that, like, oh, a recommendation letter? Okay. I'll kill. I will <laughs> kill. Um, other than that, I don't know, probably Hugh O'Connor, maybe, maybe he does already have a prior conviction and therefore is not supposed to be in, uh... The, the school. Maybe that's possible. Maybe he's one of uh, Blackpool's friends from the Clank. <laughs> he's like 18. Okay. Blackpool's been in prison a long time. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, as somebody who knows Hugh O'Connor's secret, it's so funny to hear this conversation. <laughs> I, I think... We'll see how everything shakes out in the future. <laughs> We're theory crafting. I think he's uh, just cheating yeah. on tests. Yeah, same. That's probably uh, it. So, like, eventually, there's like a there's like an audio recording is the th- main setup, right? Yeah. That- and this audio recording, he, he, we we for- failed to mention this earlier. It's a female voice. Again, heteronormative town that we're in here. It's a female voice on this recording who says, "You're a goner." And there was only you know there was only uh, one woman who could have been there. Obviously, now there's two uh, women. <gasps> But now, yeah, now there's two women. Oh, and Athena tries to yank Hugh O'Connor onto this uh, witness stand, and we get to do this very elaborate bit with the recording. <laughs> I actually like this bit. You you, you like this bit? So, uh, Athena gets everybody in the courtroom to start saying Hugh O'Connor over and over again, especially like the judge. She's like. Judge, would you say Hugh O'Connor really fast for me? Hugh O'Connor. Like, Hugh O'Connor. Hugh O'Connor. You're O'Connor. You're O'Connor. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. This is a stretch, <laughs> but the rec- they make a big point of like how the recording's really like muffled and far away. So right. I think it could check out. I mean, it's like those audio recordings where you can hear two things depending on what words you're looking at while you're listening to the recording because you're your brain inter you know I actually watched a video about that recently it actually is a little bit different than that but yeah it's like in those ghost shows where they like play some static and they're like there's words in there and you listen to it and you're like there's not words in there yeah (laughs) so those those things where it's like you could hear one thing or another actually pertains to the way that your brain functions and how it interprets different sounds and whether it pays more attention to high frequencies or low frequencies oh I didn't understand that I mean, they, that's what they do here, right? It's just that everybody thought that they were hearing the phrase "you're a goner," but it was actually Hugh O'Connor. Yeah, so now Hugh O'Connor could have been there because his name was supposedly said, and it's like right. So we managed to get all three teenagers in the room at the yeah. time of the murder. Also, he was, like, supposed to meet her after school or something. It's, like, in her planner. And you're like, right. hey, did you meet her after school? And, like, I forget what exactly happens. Like, he starts talking about something else, and then Blackwell interrupts, and then he never actually answers the question, did you or did you not meet this professor at this time after school? He just never says. Good lawyer. Because it's shut the fuck up Friday. <laughs> yeah, he's a good fucking, honestly, Hugh O'Connor, decent lawyer. Like mm-hmm. he's he's not that bad, um. So, but yeah, after getting all three of them in a room together and all of them, they they all start like confessing for it because Juniper is like, uh, you know, I don't want. Uh, Robin goes, I it wasn't Juniper who killed her. That's my friend. I did it. And then Juniper goes, No, I did it, Robin. And then they hold hands. And then Hugh O'Connor comes in from the from the fucking left stage and goes. No, I did it, and now they're all gonna go to jail together for conspiracy <laughs> to commit murder. I I didn't think he was 
I didn't think he was going to get in there. I was like, oh, he's not going to do it. And then he's like, all right, here I go. No, he only did it when Juniper did it because uh, he has a crush on Juniper. (laughs) But yeah, the reason they do this in the first place is because Blackwell brings out one last piece of evidence, which is a photograph of Juniper with Professor Court exactly five minutes before the murder happens. (laughs) Here's, Here's my thing. Is that the night before? Like, there's no time, there's no date stamp. Right. We have, I, I, call shot, you can see the moon in the background of that uh, photo. I mm-hmm. bet they're going to use the moon cycle to prove that that photo was taken a different day. Uh, mm-hmm. Call shot, okay. right in the fucking kisser. <laughs> Alright, we'll have to see if you're correct then. Yep. Uh, but yes, he he drops this photo, which he could have dropped any time earlier, but waits until this last moment and brings it out. And just as, yeah, the judge is about to give a verdict. And then, yeah, Robin confesses to it. Juniper confesses. Then Hugh confesses. And the judge is like, well, damn, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Eh, more investigation time, I guess. Yeah. Every- They're like, oh, what the fuck? Go figure it out, you dumbasses. I love it a lot because. <laughs> Teenagers. Um... I like it because Blackwell's actively trying not to get this to extend into another day. Right. And then he's so pissed about it. You would yeah. think he would. These t- teenagers yelling at each other. You'd think he'd want to spend more time out of prison. I cannot figure out what this guy's deal is. He loves it. just like being a stupid weeb. He loves his friends in the clink. He... No, these are all imaginary friends. And he's he a sad, ha- sad, lonely man. Why he's don't you want to hang out with me, Blackwell? He's... He's playing a rogue in a D&D uh, game inside of the clank, and he has to go back to it. Uh, he's you know what playing I mean? a solo journaling adventure. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, oh, I remember I was talking to another person about this game, because they were like, oh, you're playing that game? Uh, don't you think that he'd be friends with Dogen? And I was like, yeah, he would be friends with Dogen. Yeah, Dogen, but Dogen would Dogen's think of way him... too smart for him. Yeah, Dogen would think of him as, like, beneath him, though. Yeah, right? but they definitely play chess. And Blackwell would think he's way better friends with Dogen than he actually is. Yes. Bro, I'm just imagining them playing chess. <laughs> and Blackwell always losing. Blackwell just yeah. slices the board in half when he's done. <laughs> That's, That's what I have to use. Yeah. They use lined paper <laughs> for the board. Oh, true, yeah. Otherwise, he'd be slicing things in prison with his fucking mm-hmm. spiritual energy. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go back to the investigation phase. Thank God. Alrighty. Any last predictions before we, uh, we get out of here then? Um, we already named the other professor. Uh. I I think it's Means. I I think we all know it's Means, right? I, it's either him or all three of them did it. Yeah. It's the whole fucking school. I, here's my thing, is that Juniper Woods would probably be in jail if all three of them did it. Um, which means that she wouldn't show up for the case one. So I do think that she is not, like, I don't think she killed, but I do think she was complicit in this murder in some way, but not enough to get, like, a murder as an accessory. Yeah. Or or it's some accident, and they're all trying to cover it up. I think and we have to prove it's murder an as an accessory, like, this game doesn't just immediately tell you you're guilty. Yeah, but, like, do you remember in case two, the last one in game two, where, um... That lady who looks like Hot Samus moved a body, and she didn't get to, like, die. Adrian Andrews. Adrian Andrews. Um, yeah. So, like, I think that, yeah, I, I think that all three of them may have moved the body and or tampered with the corpse to some way to make it look like the script, but I don't think the three high schoolers actually committed the the sin of murder. I think it was Professor Means. Yeah, I don't trust that guy. No, that guy sucks. And he, no, especially yeah. when you've ar- we've already positioned like the two professors as like ideological opposites, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, well, we'll have to see how things shake out then next time. Um. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening this week. Uh, we hope you'll join us next time, uh, where we wrap up case three. You can follow the show. And everything we do on various places online, our main accounts are Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod and on co-host slash Ace Attorney. Uh, But you can get links to everything that we do on updatedautopsy.report for our website. Uh, You can also watch all of our Let's Plays with Desi and I and our good friend Iroh uh, playing through the game at youtube.com slash at Yotsuben. 
And uh, as for me, you can follow me on pretty much all social media websites at Yotsuben. I'm that name everywhere. How about you, Desi? Uh, Desi at BSKY. And Tiago? Uh, Tiago as Dutra on Linktree contains all of my stuff. I'm also just Tiago as Dutra on Twitter, so that also has a link to my Linktree. And Rose. Uh, you can find me uh, at various social media websites at Rose Nonsense, where you can please buy my art. Yep, do that as well. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Next time, like I said, we will be playing the second half of Ace Attorney Dual Destiny's Case 3, Turnabout Academy. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.